taking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. I don't know if awesome, you know man. that, but I'm I'm urinating. I I switched to adult diapers when the quarantine hit, so I'm I'm good. Good to go. You just can't you can't rely on you know when the bathroom's going to be working and when it's not. So it's an environmentally conscious choice. Good on you. And less toilet paper. Mm. So mm. you know, but more plastic. Mm. Mm. I don't think that logic tracks. I use cloth. I use cloth oh, adult diapers when I, I wash them out. I guess I'm not really. Im- I'm impacting water consumption mm. but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just don't wash them just let them dry in the sun just you know oh there you go just let them dry I just wash them crunchy after a while i just wash them in the river i mean that's fine right just, just gonna keep going boil them like xander cruz and his condoms at his outreach oh, clinic oh <laughs> gross hey everybody welcome back to ignorant uninformed america's favorite podcast we're coming to you from beautiful summit county colorado here uh in Consensual Studios Diversified <laughs> at 545 Productions. I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore, and I am joined, as always, by our chromatic hosts, Mr. Jeff Watson. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Max Sarakistan Sarak. Red. I feel red. You feel red. Uh, and that's, you know, I, I taste blue. And I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore, and this is your podcast where we take your topics and turn them into our show. Ignorant Uninformed, that's right. Going strong now for what feels like 25 years with this <laughs> quarantine mess. And, uh, and we are glad that you're here with us today. And Max is going to tell you why you make us glad. You make us glad because you give us topics. Yay! Yay, topic. uh, yay topics! Uh, no, actually, I really do get like... Uh, awesome awesome hit of joy every time we get topics so uh please keep sending them it's a really good feeling and uh, then we get to record this podcast so i pulled one out of the bowl and we're gonna send this person uh free stuff as a thank you and if you want to play along at home you can by uh twanking us on the twitters at ig and on or you can uh hit us up on the facebooks yeah, uh, you can uh, click the submit a topic button if you are on our website or you can email us, topics at ignorantanduninformed.com. Questions make the best topics, and uh, yeah, that's, that's what we do. That's right. And Max has the bowl at his house, uh, mm. and because we can't all touch it, Max is going to touch it for us. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm really curious. Uh-oh when this topic got put into the bowl forever a day um given our current cultural and social circumstances is it possible to be racist towards whites wow i know right? i know it's crazy oh there's so much to unpack there and i mean it's handwritten um and so like it's not my handwriting uh i'm like 90% sure it's uh uh outdoor dave um of course, he, he can be to, racist to whites. He likes to dig deep there. Yeah, I agree. Um, he does like to dig deep. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it I makes say me, yes. It Go makes ahead. me wonder. Next topic. What was happening? <laughs> yeah, Jeff, that's what you always do when you agree with the topic. Uh, what was happening? Like when he put that Yeah, in there, what was going right? on at yeah. the time? I mean, Especially, considering everything that's happened yeah. in the past few months since quarantine, obviously he wasn't there to put it in 
by you know by in person and it's handwritten so i assume that that's what i want to and it's not your handwriting right like it's not oh no it's most definitely not my handwriting yeah um no, also it's... if it was my handwriting i would have put a name on it well we actually had this crazy discussion when we were talking about all this stuff off off uh the record off recording <laughs> um off camera but we're not really on camera we're on zoom um you know we were talking about like we were just talking about sort of my past history and you know i was a civil war reenactor for a brief period of time in my life and and so i i was uh, under some various impressions and uh didn't didn't really want to come to terms with a lot of the implications of what i had been party to and you know privy like i yeah obviously i wasn't like an active member of the clan or, or, or any, not even an inactive <laughs> member of the clan, but uh, which let's just say that. I think out. you were clan right light, out. Ben. Clan light. Clan light. Clan I was light. like Episcopalian, like Catholic <laughs> light. Um, yeah. No, I'm, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting topic that, that, that it's an interesting question that Dave poses. And I mean, as three white guys, I don't know that we're really qualified to, uh, you know, list the the crimes done to white people in the past. Um, I won't make that it's, argument. I will no, not make the right. argument, but I will say it's possible. Yeah, oh, I sure. Mean, I, mean, I think it's, po- yeah, I think you can be racist towards any group of people. Yeah, that, I, yeah, that's, I don't know, maybe I don't know what, yeah. Racism, I would say, has been distilled and... Uh, I guess perfected by by white people in general. I would I, these days it seems like most of the you know, um, we we sort of built a, a system and a society around racism and 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 systemic racism. I guess would be a better way to say that. But that that you know that there's and and I think the the real insidious thing about it is it's a system that we has been built for. 400 years and is has sort of become uh subversive i guess if invisible in a way like that that we don't realize it that many people refuse to acknowledge it exists that things like white privilege aren't really a thing it's not um it's all made up by the media oh don't don't oh jesus <laughs> I'm just playing um, devil. I know you're being facetious. I know you're being. I know you are. But I am. Uh, it's it's been on my mind quite a bit lately. I mean, this. So I guess for for all the historical contexts, uh, for those of you who are listening to this, you know, far in the future, we're in the middle of summer of 2020. So there's been a bunch of shit that's that's happened. Um, that that sort of peaked with the Black Lives Matter movement and the death of George Floyd at the hands of the Minneapolis Police Department. There have been many developments since then. I mean, even before that was Ahmed Arbery and, and, and Breonna Taylor, um, people who have been victims of, of police brutality and, and, and ra- racially motivated um, stereotyping and profiling um so not that i'm an expert on any of this oh shut up dogs uh my dogs are barking off camera but yeah i don't know it's it's 
certainly racism is not exclusively white people being racist to non-white people it it, it that, i don't think anyone would argue that fact or that idea um they might argue whether or not that is a fact but uh that's that's i don't know that's i've said enough i'm gonna let you no. guys say something <laughs> like look dude i've been in enough different countries where everyone is the quote-unquote same color and there's still plenty of racism sure and there's still plenty like it's just about us versus them and demonizing the other um and that's not to like uh whitewash um like the fact that this country was founded is kidnap slaves on stolen land like you want to talk about the like elevator pitch of this country that was its foundations um and uh so i mean that's all very very real but and people have been doing atrocious things to the people they don't think are like them forever Mm -hmm. i mean eons i you know but the it's yeah i i mean there there's so i guess what we're really talking about is is like the the fear and the uh uh ostracizing i guess of of that well you said of the other you know like that 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 is and i guess i would argue that's part of human nature it's not the entirety of it but to to single out an, some some difference between you and someone who is not in your immediate circle, whether that's a society or a a race of people, um, or a you know another tribe of uh, Cro-Magnon man, you know, like whatever. Um, there, there's that fear, I think, and and fear can only be overcome by. Uh, I don't know, knowledge, like fear, you know, like the, the more fear of the unknown is sort of that visceral reaction that we have, right? Like uh, the animal brain, the lizard brain mm-hmm. is like, I don't know about this. I don't know what that is. So it's obviously a threat. So I'm viewing it as a threat and, and what that, the forms that that can develop to in a higher level thinking primates like ourselves uh, is, is, staggering uh in in its cruelty and its uh perpetuative nature throughout human history to look at that on the same token the the amount of selfless uh the selfless nature of man the the for the greater good and and the good of your community you know there there are just as many examples throughout history of people doing the right thing and you know what is that really but you know Uh, doing things for the benefit of others i don't know i mean there's definitely plenty of examples of people doing good but i don't think there's ever been a nation that's been founded on those principles uh true yes right like well nations are in themselves divisions right they they are a natural uh uh evolution of of the tribe of the community right that that has evolved to the point of being a nation and that intrinsically involves other nations that are other that are that are different that that might be have different motivations that might be against our own uh ambitions and and goals right 
So I don't, I don't know. I, I, get, I get what you're saying, but I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Jeff, you've been quiet, man. You have anything to add or are you just sitting back and enjoying the conversation? I'm just listening. Yeah, that's cool, man. I just want to make yeah. sure you some space. That's all. No, I mean, we're a, a very, I mean, I think I said this even in the text the other day. We're just very tribal in everything. And, you know, some of us can't get past that. Yeah. Well, as a point, I was curious about Ben, when you were talking about like, if you made a comment about it being human nature and like the first pot thought that popped into my head is like, ah, is it really human nature or is it animal nature? Because like all of that tribalism and the like fighting for resources, I mean, that's like some, in my mind, that's like some primate monkey group Lim- stuff. Limbic brain. Yeah. I agree. Right? I think, I mean, at the base, we're animals is how I look at it. And, and it's, it's a, again, it's, it's fear. It's fear of not having the resources you need to survive. It's, it's something, it's fear of viewing, uh, it's fear of something that you can view as a threat to your survival. And then we all just go, we, our higher thinking brain disappears and we act selfishly and we act like we are threatened. I mean, look at the fucking toilet paper bullshit, right? like that happened at the beginning of this. Remember how toilet paper like disappeared all of a sudden because people, (laughs) their very survival was threatened. And suddenly if it was like something as basic as toilet paper, what, you know, had a chance of like you not being able to have that one thing, it turned people into animals like, and, and they were just out for themselves. And there were again, that like higher level thinking that empathy, um, uh, Margaret Mead of, often said that was the first sign of a of a civilized culture was was a was a healed femur, right? An early early man and and uh, the hmm. you know uh, that that someone would take the time to nurse somebody else, like you know, back to the the uh, Neanderthal you know society, tribes and communities that we had as, as early humans, right? That the the first sign of a civil of a like of a civilized community is is a, a you know remnants of a healed femur because it means somebody took the time to make sure that person was provided for while they healed and that they were they didn't just leave them to die mm-hmm. you know they, that makes they sense. survived i've never heard empathy that. it's really See, interesting i was uh, thinking though that this conversation is about racism and you've talked a lot about fear and I know that's part of it. Like to me, fear is like the cake part of the racism cupcake, but there's like a huge glob of hate icing that I think is also present in racism because Mm -hmm. there's like, I think hate, hate comes from, I don't know. I think hate comes from fear. Ultimately. I ultimately, I think it's just, it's the 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 threat response right our brains i don't think that i think you can be you can learn hate in in the sense that like you don't you feel threatened and so then you feel fearful of that and then you start to point that you know a natural response to fear is also anger right like you you're frustrated that you're ang that you're that you're fearful and, and that there's this threat that exists. And so anger powers well, you in see, that. I think it, see, I think it's blame, 
right? Like I think when you're afraid or you don't like your situation, like personally, I have noticed in myself when I do not like the way that I feel, I will blame, like I automatically search to blame like circumstances, myself, uh, whatever I could possibly blame. And so I think when you're in that place where you don't like, like, I think it's easy to blame, right? When you don't like how you feel, when you don't feel good, it's easy to look for reasons. And once you're looking to blame, I think it's real easy to hate. If you find like that sticky thing to blame and you can pin all your problems there, then. And it sort of solidifies right into hate. Like it's, you know, you've got all these, all these different things floating around uh, in, in your emotional response. And then they just sort of like solidify, like, you know, like it, the anger and the the blame the blaming and the look the looking for something to blame and the frustration and all these things like as soon as you have that focus it like congeals it and it's like this is now it's it's hate that's directed somewhere which is often to something that you can point out as as different from you because x y or z right well and it also feels better to hate something than to be afraid Right, like as a feel like you have control. Well, and it's more powerful, right? Like you don't feel about um, power, belittled, and control. Yeah, totally, totally. Which is why I like my my hate cup, my racism cupcake analogy, because I think hate is like that icing. Like it's super sweet, and it gives you that little buzz, and then you come down and feel like shit. Yeah. Um, Well, do you think it's innate or taught or both? I think that the capacity to feel is innate. I would agree Um, with that. I think the circumstances and triggers and recipients of those feelings and reasons are cultural and learned. I would agree with that. Yeah. I would say the basis, maybe that's what you're saying. The basis is innate, but then the actual fuel. Yeah, like the capacity to hate, the capacity to love, like, yeah. Well, I think that the part that, that is taught is is just that pointing of the finger, right? Like someone else in your community, whether it's your parents, whether it's, you know, a, yeah. I don't know, a president. No, whatever. I think as soon as someone gives you a direction, gives you a direction to say, hey, all these things that you're feeling and are upset by. It's their that. fault. Well, it's you know? what's taught and, and what's it not just, again, taught. It just turns... Because you think about like our situation with like the racism in our country and, you know, there's a way you can write the history books and you can teach people the truth of those things. And there's a way you can write those oh. books and teach people yeah, we a were, different story. Hmm? And like, yeah, man, we were talking about the education system and how we don't actually learn anything important. Like, oh yeah, we in the group text. Yeah. This week. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. You um, know, and it's, there's uh this is hey my music theater is showing um there's a song it's in the original is in the i think the revival version it was cut from the original version of a musical called south pacific by rogers and hammerstein which is was written in the golden age of music theater so 1940s 1950s so you gotta sort of take it with with it oh am i frozen you no, no you're good you're all modulated it's crackly yeah, yeah yeah but keep talking hopefully it comes through oh i bet your recording is fine we'll keep going. yeah 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 okay well, we'll see. Rogers and uh, Hammerstein, South Pacific, 45. <laughs> Go! Right. 
and there's a musical uh there's a number in there called you've got to be taught and it's it's very interesting it's 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 that uh you've got to be taught to hate and fear uh uh you've got to be taught from year to year it's got to be drummed in your dear little ear you've got to be carefully taught um of uh you've got to be taught to be afraid of people whose skin is a different shade and people whose I forgot all the lyrics. Yeah. Uh, you've got to be yeah. carefully taught. It's just very interesting. So it's I don't yeah. I don't know. It's it's one of those songs that like it resonated with me as a young as a young man when I did the show yeah. in high school. <laughs> yeah, you know, as a as a young aspiring Confederate. Confederate. Uh, <laughs> Johnny Rib. Um, yeah, no, but I was as I was telling you guys, like I I had to sort of you know, with all of this like self-awareness and, and, and acknowledgement of both our, you know, our, our in the, those ingrained biases that are, that are taught to us from a very young age of whether it's whitewashing history or whether it's, you know, uh, refusing to acknowledge. Yeah. Or, or overly romanticizing certain Mm -hmm. aspects of the, the past in American history or world history or whatever, um, that, you know, I, I had to do a lot of sort of coming to terms with that and what that meant for me as a person. And I'm, I'm certainly not perfect. I, but you know, I, I think that striving to understand those things and to recognize those things in my, you know, in, in my own life have, has been, uh, it's what I can do. You know what I mean? Is part of all this. I, I can make myself a better ally by realizing, that these internal biases exist and, and to catch them before they, uh, you know, manifest in any way that, that might be offensive or, or hurtful to, to anybody, um, let alone people of color or, or otherwise, but, you know, and, and I think that's all, all we really can do is, is just listen and identify those things in ourselves and work on our own personal journeys in order to make ourselves better allies i mean i think that's at least where it's got to start yeah yeah so it was it was it was a mind-blowing experience to sort of say oh yeah oh and and my friend i don't know where if kara heard this from some my friend buddy matt wharton's wife i don't know if i've told you maybe i've told you guys this i don't know if i've said it on the podcast but she said something that really resonated with me um sort of at the beginning of this was like, you're not responsible for your first thought because that's, those are your own, those are, those are, uh, you know, systemic. Those, those are ingrained biases that you have, those, those reactions, like, and oftentimes they are based on, on, uh, well, baseless fears, uh, for your own survival, like being in a strange neighborhood and wanting to lock your car doors, right? but it might just be because it's a predominantly different culture in that area than, than you're, than you're comfortable with. But by identifying that and saying like, you know, Oh, so you're not responsible for your first thought. You are responsible for your second thought and your first action. And so I, that really resonated with me. I like that. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Um, And also like, you know, and I think there's an element too of being like, the person you want to be right because whatever that first thought is yeah. is tied to your past and who you've been at the very least regardless yeah. of its motivations um 
Whereas that second thought yeah. and that first action, um, you know, you've got a bit more. You can, uh, you can control those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are not your thoughts. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. good. I appreciate that, man. Thanks. Thanks. That's good. Cause I have some fucked up thoughts sometimes. We all do. Like, we yeah, all do. Man. We all do. <laughs> There's that moment, like, you know, just, I don't know, driving your car. I do it all the time. I'm like, in the well, head on into it, traffic. Yeah. Once in a while. Yeah, like, I what mean, would happen if? Totally. I got to touch the stove thing, right? Like, I, I won't learn unless I touch the stove. But then, <laughs> but then you I mean, can, like, maybe? I don't know. Elaborate eventually. I don't know. Sure, yeah. possibly. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, man. So I mean, yeah, I mean so so racism is just an outgrowth of of uh, uh of fear and hate and 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 uh frustration and anger. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's just it's just sort of all those things congealed in and pointed in one direction at another group so it's and not uniquely white or directed at white people but no i mean i think it, again i are, i would argue that it's sort of been distilled and perfected by by white people in general well, no i mean like but, yeah i don't want anyone to think that we are arguing against the systemic nation like racism of this country because that is no. not at all right so like that takes time but i was going to say it's almost a function of like power and a miss mm-hmm understood or like faulty control mechanism with power. Cause you think like power never likes to relinquish control. And it's a lot easier to keep power if you can blame others. And so I think there's like a tie in somewhere there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Which, but I mean like there's gotta be another way to have like, another version of power that isn't built on because it's like a it's like bullying Mm -hmm. in a way like from the dynamic of like okay we're gonna put these people down so we can stay on top sure um but there's also like the raise the entire pond you know metaphor (laughs) yeah sure so i mean and, and again it's like you know if you can if you can point the if you can distract people with differences long enough, they will, they will never see what they have in common. You know what I mean? And that's, and that's how power abuses that kind of thing. Right. Your story. Well, and also like controlling the narrative and the education. Mm-hmm. And just to reinforce those things, even systemically or in, you know, intrinsically. Yeah. It just serves to to you know to help those in power stay in power, and and that includes a lot of a lot a lot of white ass people, <laughs> at least in our country's history specifically, but in the yeah. world. Well, well, rich white ass people as well. Um, oh yeah, well money money uh, you know. I came across a term it, right? so money I you power. know. I was typing up some notes on some Aristotle and I came across a term that I had never seen before that I could remember that was a timocracy, you know, like democracy, oligarchy, like a type of government. And I looked it oh, up. Some, and, yeah. I heard that word the other day too. I don't know what. And it's okay. government by property holders, 
which I think is really fascinating since that was really what our government was. Like you had to have property in order to be considered a citizen. Um, that that's not a word that any of the three of us probably know, considering that's oh. what we were. Hmm. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, I thought so too. I was like, what the fuck is that? That's kind of gross. Like T-I-M? Like Timo. Like Timo credit. Timo. Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, like, again, you know, talking about the things we're taught and the things we're specifically not taught. Um, it's like, oh, hey, there's a word for that. Oh, and it's not democracy. Oh, and it's, it's not a republic. Oh, oh, weird. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, a very special episode of Ignorant Uninformed today, friends. Well, we've been your host. Thanks for downloading and listening to Ignorant Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. Truly living up to its name today. Uh, and I am, as always, proud to stand alongside Mr. Jeff Quetzen. Always. And Mr. Max Sarakistan Sarak. Man, I really hope that these crackles that Jeff and I are hearing <laughs> on, on our end are not actually being recorded because I think Dude, this I, is a good episode and important. It's not it your is. fault, man. And we can even release it yeah. even if the sound is shitty because I think it's important. But you, you still get the gist of what Ben And I am Ben Hollywood more. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll see. Generally it records better on my end, but we'll see. Hey, yeah. make sure you check us out on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Ignorant Uninformed. Find us on the Twitter at Ig and Un. You can check out all the podcasts at ignorantuninformed.com. Send your topics to topics at ignorantuninformed.com. We're going to be back, back next week with a brand new episode of Hot Ass Freshers Halloween Grill. Make sure you subscribe. Peace out. <laughs> All I could think is Bend is one of those.